Welcome to Divine Love, a podcast where we explore the tarot as a supportive tool for our everyday lives. I am your host, Rebecca Gilruth. In this episode, we celebrate the spring equinox, Ostara. We look to the unseen realms to celebrate this wonderful portal, this wonderful time of the year. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Divine Love. I know it's been a month since I last spoke to all of you, and I had said that uh, I would get back on track and do it every two weeks, but I'm finding that the flow of Divine Love seems to fit rather snugly with the Celtic tree calendar I'm following. And I just felt like I wanted to honor the Celtic tree calendar. And uh, it seems that every month there is a new tree to honor. And I felt like that was a good flow. So I think from now on, I may just do a monthly podcast just to once a month. Um, Of course, it may evolve (laughs) just as it has uh, from the beginning. So I'm just excited for now to be honoring the trees that show up on the Celtic tree calendar and the festivals that are celebrated along with those trees. That being said, the last episode we were celebrating the ash tree. We did a little ash ceremony And this month, we are going to be doing a ceremony for the Hawthorne tree, as well as for the spring equinox or Ostera or Easter. (laughs) There's lots of different titles for this celebration. And I'm just really looking forward to seeing what this tree, this ceremony will bring for us today. As last time, I have some guides out for us to lead us through this ceremony. I have, of course, the Hawthorne tree, and I pulled this card from my Wisdom of Trees Oracle. It's a really beautiful image. There's a bunch of branches, and they are on the ground, laying on the ground, and they're in the shape of a pentagram. And the flowers are budding white, and you can see that there are thorns on the branches. So this is our one of our guides, the Hawthorne tree. Now, what can I tell you about the Hawthorne tree? First of all, it is the one of a uh, one of three different fairy trees in Celtic folklore. One of the three. So it's Hawthorne, Ash, and Oak are considered to be fairy trees. And these are trees that the fairies hold as sacred and protect. And um, it's because these trees are said to often be trees to other worlds and particularly with the hawthorn, because it was often used as a sort of hedge or boundary line. This is also another reason why it's symbolic of crossing over to a world beyond to the things unseen. And that's really what's highlighted with the tree of hawthorn. Um, The fairies, of course, are unseen to all of us usually, um, except for the fortunate few who may have spotted a glimpse 
of a fairy or of the fae folk. But you can also think of, if you're not someone who, you know, believes in fairies, <laughs> we can think of fairies as a symbol for all the underground networks uh, of different types of insects and bacteria, you know, all the flora that we do not see that keep our earth and our life sustained. So the fairies are these spirits that care for the natural world around us and they have chosen Hawthorne as one of their resting places. So I heard that if you see Hawthorne ash and oak growing together, this is a very sacred fairy space. And that's the second point I wanna get to with the Hawthorne, is it's said to be planted in near sacred spaces. So the Hawthorne has, has these thorns, so it protects what is sacred, and so we are called into that same medicine in our lives. What is sacred in our lives and how do we protect what is sacred? How do we step onto sacred ground? Uh, are we doing so respectfully with others and in our own lives? Our second guide here is the goddess Persephone. And one of the reasons why she is our guide is because of the myth where, um, the Greek myth where Persephone is swallowed whole by the earth um, because Hades got his eye on her and he manages to swallow da her down into the underworld and make her his, his queen. And so that marks the beginning of winter and spring is a mark of her return back to the upper world, to the middle world, uh, so to speak. So <clears throat> Persephone here is a symbol of that resurrection. And it's interesting because Easter falls around the same time, which is all about Jesus's resurrection. So Persephone is the goddess of resurrection. She reminds us of that cycle of growth, death, decay and rebirth and she is the goddess that walks between the worlds because although she comes back to the middle world um, she has eaten a few seeds from the pomegranate which is considered to be kind of the fruit of the dead and so now she kind of has um, this existence in two realms because these seeds have taken root in her and she straddles between the under and, and middle world. So we look to Persephone as one of our guides. And I will just say that I pulled this card from my dark goddess tarot deck. And Persephone here is represented as card 20 in the major arcana, which is usually known as judgment, but in this deck, it is called liberation. So I think that will come up for us, I'm sure, during this reading, the idea of you know the seed that's finally made its way through the soil, come back with a new sense of power and strength. No matter what fertilized the, the seed, all the nourishment that went into the seed's ability to come through, up through the soil, including the sun, <laughs> beckoning the seed to life. Um, these are some of the themes that we are being asked to just explore on a just more open, broad level. Um, I pull these two guides out because they are 
representative of guides that honor Ostara, or as I said, spring equinox. And this time is all about cleansing. We're cleaning and we're clearing. We're making space for Beltane, which is, according to the Celts, the Celtic calendar, summer is May 1st, Beltane. So during the spring equinox, we're really preparing for that time of of sun. We're planting the seeds for when the sun is at its brightest, so to speak. Um, this is a really wonderful time as we look at the spring equinox combined with the medicine of Hawthorne. We are being asked to commune with the unseen realms and to set our intentions there because everything that manifests on the physical reality starts in this kind of unseen, mysterious place. And so with the Hawthorne and the fairies, we're being asked to return to our innocence, to the liminal space, not just the uh, linear space where one action follows in a straight step to another, but more that our actions follow in this spiral. And we, with the thorns of the Hawthorne, are setting boundaries um, for that which we want to protect during this time. You could even think about a little fence around a garden. Um, yes, think about boundary lines. I encourage you to walk down your street and notice the fences, notice any gates, and just understand the symbol you know, of the hedge as being a protective line. Um, and these are things that we are, themes we are gonna look at today. Okay, so that's a little bit of an intro. <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip of I'm gonna take a sip of water. <clears throat> that's a bit of an intro to what medicine, what work we're going to be doing here today on this episode. <sighs> I am delighted to be back. <laughs> Before I pull some cards for us, I'm, I'm just delighted to be back here in this space with my deck <laughs> excited to dive in to the medicine of this time so we'll ask what it is that the hawthorne tree the goddess persephone our guides are inviting us to pay attention to at these at this time we are looking to these guides for insight and of course every guide has their own insights um, so feel free to work with any other guides that are linked to this particular time and celebration. But today we're looking at Hawthorne and the goddess Persephone. So what are we being invited to pay attention to at this time? <sighs> hmm. I'm already getting a message without even pulling a card. Wow. Okay. Before I even pulled the card, I was just hearing love, joy, peace, harmony. Uh, and then I pulled the card and we have the 10 of pentacles. <sighs> and I have to say with everything that's going on between um, Russia and the Ukraine and um, all the other countries that are trying to figure out how to navigate the situation, it is uh, it strikes a chord of grief to look at the image on this card because it is a home 
It is a home with a rock pathway leading up to the door and you can see that the sun is rising upon this home and there's obviously a fire that's already going because there's smoke coming out of the chimney and you can see a, a little garden on the side and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this card at like the very beginning of Divine Love. <laughs> I pulled this card and it's one of my favorite cards. I have to say I'm a sucker for the pentacle suit so <laughs> I just find the medicine of the pentacles to be very grounding and and sweet and but also um powerful in its ability to hold so gently so the ten of pentacles is that um, I often call it my welcome home card um, this is your home you know this earth is your home this space is yours and of course as I said it, it strikes a chord of grief in me as I think about all the people that are being taken from their homes they are, have no choice but to leave because it's not secure they're not safe in their homes in the Ukraine and it just breaks my heart um, because I'm here with my dog and my partner and um, beautiful environment and I feel so uh, at peace and uh, it's so easy to think what can we do what can we what can we do and I'm sure that we will explore that a little bit further along the reading. But for now, we'll get back to the Ten of Pentacles as our focus. I, I really get a sense, yes, of home, but what kind of homes are we creating? And I don't just mean from the outside. I also mean from the inside, like the spirit of the home. And this might be something that's uh, interesting for us to try if you're anyone that's open to it. Connect with the spirit of your home. Um, which I've never actually really thought to do in my own home, but especially as Hawthorne uh, and Ostera invites us to consider the unseen realms and consider all the magic and mystery that the linear mind cannot grasp. Consider the spirit of the home, you know, and recognize that you are spirit. Every single person in your house is spirit. So how are we communing amongst ourselves? How are we speaking towards one another? I've noticed that the, a big theme um, in my yoga classes this week has been peace. How can we move peacefully, speak peacefully? In a time where war is very much on the collective heart, um, you know, everything that's happening in the collective, I really do believe is a reflection is a mirror of what ha is happening on an individual scale. So I really encourage you to see where the wars are in your home, how you manage conflict, the spirit you are manifesting within your own body. Again, the, the body is a home. Um, and maybe for some of you that is a triggering idea or you don't feel very connected to the idea that your body is your home, which Hawthorne holds the body is sacred. That's one of Hawthorne's medicines. So recognizing what kind of relationship do you have with yourself? Um, I noticed for myself this week that I've been kind of hard on myself and it's always very subtle. It's just um, a slight kind of disappointment. And, and, and I realized that, um, you know, it doesn't create great relationship in me and my heart and it's okay I'm not judging myself I'm just being aware of 
the kind of um, way I'm speaking to myself and um, the space I'm holding for myself, the nourishment um, I'm giving myself. <sighs> yes, so of course with this with this ten of Pentacles, I, I do want to address the the number ten. And I love the tens because they're a mixture. This it's I feel like it's a cycle of fool and magician because the 10 is, is, of course, made up of one, which is the magician and the major, and zero, which is the fool. Um, if you are familiar with tarot, you'll already know that. And there's that beautiful cycle between unknown and stepping into the unknown, and unknown and stepping into the unknown. Um, you know, being in a sense of a womb, like, a, like the zero kind of represents the womb, you know, and the one being that resurrection, um, you can think of standing up, being present, uh, showing up. So there, there's going to be something cyclical here with this Ten of Pentacles. And um, it could be the way you show up in your body. Maybe one day you're more inside, you're, you're more in your bubble, you need a bit more of protective shell, like that zero is a circle. And then sometimes you may be more open, like the one, the magician. Um, be more uh, able to channel, be more able to communicate outwardly because magician is ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication. So consider your home, kind of the openness and closedness of your home. If you consider your home sacred, just you know, be mindful of who you're letting in and notice if they respect your space or disrespect it. And then, you know, if you notice that they're disrespecting it, then you get to choose what kind of boundaries you want to put up or how you want to communicate, you know, a boundary being crossed. Oh, I feel like there's a lot to this Ten of Pentacles, but we're really looking at our relationship to our body, you know, to ourselves, our communication links with others when we feel more open to communication and more closed and how the way we interact with each other is what creates the environment we experience. So if you're being hostile to one another, then the environment will be hostile. And of course, it, it also, you know, the out, out, external environment has an effect on the internal as well. So just to go along with the spring cleaning, if you notice that the house is cluttered and it needs a good dusting, do that because this is not just about the unseen completely this is also about what we can see around us and uh and and uniting the both because this is the spring equinox we have equal light we have equal dark equal nighttime equal daylight so we are we're not just all inside or all outside again that one and the zero we are cycling between coming going in coming out going in coming out <laughs> there's a lot here there's a lot here and I feel very excited about it because I feel like it's a very beautiful message for this time so yes get into your homes Hawthorne Persephone asking us to pay attention to our homes pay attention to where what we see on the outside is happening on the inside um, and spring cleaning is not just dusting dusting the outer shelves it's also going inside you know, maybe doing therapy, maybe going to a yoga class, dancing, just allowing whatever needs to come out from the inside to be expressed. 
Oh, that's beautiful. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. In the spirit of spring cleaning, we will ask what it is that requires clearing at this time. What is it that requires clearing at this time? Hmm. Before I even pull a card, I feel a lot of fear. I think there's, it could be um, a fear of the unknown, a fear of um, not having the resources to do what we will be asked to do. <laughs> Let's just check and see what is it that we're being asked to clear. Wow, this is so interesting. I was not expecting um, this card. We have Temperance in reverse. So Temperance is card 14. Mm. First, I'll describe the image. It is of a person that has been walking along the beach and it looks like the sun is setting behind them. And they have decided to take their shoes off and they've got one foot on the sand and one foot in the water and their eyes are closed and they've got, they've got um, their, their palms up in a cupped kind of receptive position. And it looks like they're really feeling the ground, the earth, as well as the cool water. I just imagine the sand, um, getting colder as the sun sets um, and and they're really they're really centering and they're grounding and in this we see some unseen wings they're kind of these imaginary wings in the background that are coming out from out from their back um, and what I mean by this is that they it looks like they're being imagined into existence and this person's got a cup of water and a cup of fire um, in either hand and they are mixing in the center so immediately I, I, I see the mixing of light and dark and I think that temperance as a an archetype is that medicine of being able to cool that which is you know flaming hot and warm that which is freezing cold in some ways this card feels individual to each and every one of our bodies, you know, when you come into a yoga practice, you are are connecting in with your own body and seeing where your own energy level is and how much you are able to give to the practice, what you want from the practice, um, what parts of your body are hurting. So immediately this card is telling me um, give your body what what they need give yourself what you need um i think there's something about finding time to commune with oneself and one's inner realm one's own unseen realm and of course you can make this really beautiful by walking through a forest walking on the beach finding this quiet, calm, peaceful place 
that can kind of mirror for you that, you know, you can use it as a mirror to go in on the inside and find your sense of peace. So I, I get a sense that we need to clear away a little bit from our schedule, all the busy things and to come more into a peace state again, because I believe that we're all connected on the web. I believe that uh, a state of peace ripples out and as well as a state of chaos. So how can we be a beacon of peace right now? Um, find the ability to kind of um, reflect our peace out. Yeah, if I, I'm really getting the word schedule, just find space in your schedule. If you can, if you're fortunate enough every day, to connect with where you are in your body, how you're feeling and temper, like emotionally regulate kind of like if you're feeling really hot, really like really, you know, like I imagine like water hitting on a hot pan. If you're feeling like that or if you're feeling kind of like your throat is drowning in all of your emotions, finding um, that balance point that's a really beautiful practice and I just want to say that it doesn't have to be luxurious or super lavish in and it doesn't have to be complicated it can be as simple as putting your hand on your body and just taking a few moments to breathe to as lavish as setting yourself like a salt bath and 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 candles um, as simple as feeling the softness of your doggy's ears uh, to as lavish as doing some full moon ritual. So you get to decide, you know, and I, of course, I, I encourage everyone to make room for the really beautiful moments where they're they're by themselves, but they're connected to themselves and to a larger sense of self. Um, when I get those experiences, when I connect, when I'm alone, but I'm connecting to the forest that I, that I walk through every day, it feels very powerful and therapeutic. And I think because of what's happening in our world right now, we could all really do with a little bit more peace and quiet time and balance out all the chaos and war and destruction, you know, that's happening uh, in other parts of the globe. We have to be that sense of balance. Um, and because this is a major arcana, I, I think we really are being highlighted the, the importance of the collective here. This is not just about you and your story, although your story is important, but also consider how what we manifest in our lives just grows outside of us, so to speak. Um, so... What are we, what are we spreading? And I think of the idea of the gospel, you know, spreading the good news, quote unquote. What are we spreading? What are we planting? Um, yes, I, I thought of something today that I felt like was very appropriate. And uh, it was a line that just came to my head in the forest. You can't predict the future. You can only plant the future. So what kind of seeds are we planting as we prepare for Beltane May 1st? What are, is it that we're hoping will pop up later on into the summer? What kind of nourishment are we looking for 
and and really recognizing that it can't just all be in the mind it has to manifest in the in a practice in a physical practice so if you have any really beautiful ideas that feel accessible to practice in your body i encourage you to do that this is a beautiful time for new practices especially as we enter into a new astrological wheel moving from pisces to aries soon enough and again just imagine going through all the your old stuff and some of it you you no longer need and and you offer up to somebody else or compost or what what have you and then you know we have so much more room for new growth um sometimes a plant needs to be harvested in order to uh, spur its growth so we could also look at it that way are there any things that you want to um, pluck or harvest especially because the full moon in Virgo is on Friday so the full moon is about that harvesting that's also a really great way to create space I was reading about um, sweetgrass and how sweetgrass thrives best when sweetgrass is harvested only half but it allows more space for new grass shoots to grow so it doesn't have to be oh you know I think often we think about clearing about like giving things away and and sometimes we feel like we need to give things away that maybe we're not ready to give away yet you know um and I don't want to force anybody to do that or be put in a position where they feel like disappointed in themselves because they there's something that they feel like they should give away and but they're not ready to you could think about it in a more exciting way which is that you get a chance now to harvest what can can we harvest you know and nourish ourselves with and to allow uh, new growth to come in because of course of course nothing grows without being nourished right so Keep that in mind with your body as well this week. Don't forget, neglect your body. They are important. You are important. I once heard it said, you can't change the world on an empty stomach. And I really like that. So remember your beautiful, precious body. Now we're going to do one last question. I will ask, as we clear, as we harvest, what is it that we're making room for? That's exciting, right? These are exciting questions to consider what it is that, um, you know, might come forward into our life. If we, if we put the work in, if we put the practice in, it doesn't just show up magically. Remember all the unseen fairies that help with the natural world. Everything, every intention, every action you're not just doing on your own you have so many unseen forces that are supporting you especially just each of each other on the on the web of life i don't mean the internet i mean the web of life you know remember that you are supported in your growth and particularly by mother earth (laughs) by your home by here this earth so what is it that we can you know look forward to in our lives Okay, well, first of all, we got another pentacles, so you know I'm already in love. But we got a pentacles card that I have held very close to my heart in the past, which is the three of pentacles. 
And as I'm looking at it, it's making me cry a little bit on the inside, not on the outside, uh, because there is a church bell. It's a church bell. We have a church bell in the background, almost as if it's an idea. And on the foreground, we have three different tools. And there is so much to say about this card, I don't even know where to start. Once upon a time, I thought I was going to do an episode on this card specifically called Remembering Your Holy Tools, um, Your Sacred Work with Three of Pentacles. And I feel that as I look at this card. Um, All of us have a church bell within us ringing. A church bell is a call, a call to prayer, a call to celebration, a call to mourning. Think about the church bell and all the reasons why a church bell is rung for weddings. Um, you know, I think about even for Easter mass. <clears throat> really, a bell is a call to attention and I suppose part of the message is, where are you hearing the call? You know, where is the call coming from? And I, <laughs> and I'm thinking of that, that joke, the call's coming from inside the house. And it may very well be the call's coming from inside. Something's calling you back to your tools. Don't forget the tools that you have. I think that um, in my life, I, I forget my tools. Like sometimes, like I, I, I ignore my tools. You know, my tools being a symbol for the practices that replenish me, that nourish me, that bring me joy, that bring me freedom, that give me space to express. Um, these are my tools, you know, uh, breath. I, I know I love breath as a tool. I talk about it almost every time I do a podcast. So... <laughs> she says without breathing um, uh, we are coming back to our tools and I say this with mm, just such a bowed heart because you know I'm someone as if you ever listened to my first episode walked away from the church a long time ago and as I'm on, you know, I've been on this path, my own spiritual path <laughs> since then, I'm just slowly but surely finding my way back to being able to hold space for, you know, beautiful, honest Christian tradition. And it feels very strange and weird because I held it at such a distance for so long. And of course, I, I, I respect any of you who are, you know, hissing at me as I say this, that I recently joined a drum circle and it happens in a church, a shamanic drum circle in this very affirming open church. And we go there after hours when everyone in the church has, has gone. But to be in this church and to feel the affirmation in the church and kind of like I was talking about with Ten of Pentacles at the beginning, you can sense in the environment that it's just so accepting. Everything on the walls, all the banners and the murals, and there were even women's names, matriarchs of the Bible. And I, I mean, I'd never seen that in my church. And I felt, I felt like, 
wow, I could heal that wound between me and the church slowly. I could feel that it was healing and it felt very powerful to be able to be on my own, express myself spiritually however I felt resonated and also feel like the environment around me, even though it was a church, which would usually, you know, have rejected how I expressed myself. It was a church that was able to hold me. And so I speak excitedly about, think about your home, like your church. And maybe church doesn't resonate. Um, it could be temple. It could just be sacred site. It could be uh, altar. <laughs> um, your home is your sacred space. Your body is your sacred space. Remember, you know, to take care of these things. These are the, the tools. These are the tools that help to maintain what is sacred. And they might not be fully visible, like the, the extent of them. I think about a plant and the root. I think about a tree and what we see, everything on the outside, but we can't see down under the soil. And I just want you to consider that when you feel like you can't see enough, you know, you don't see your growth, to consider all the growth that's happening below. And when you're down below and you're feeling like you've never grown, come back up and see yourself on the surface. Come back up. Again, that one and the zero, come out of the shell, stand up, go back in the bubble into fetus position. Um, really beautiful message. So if we can create more space, clear time in our schedule to create spaces of peace and connection with ourselves and our environment, we will be able to sharpen the tools that we have. That's been a, like a very clear message that I've been receiving a lot this past few weeks, sharpen your tools. And I don't mean like we're sharpening our spears to get into battle necessarily, but more we are maintaining our tools because we recognize that these tools are what sustain and maintain these sacred places. So respect, you know, respecting and practicing the tools. And of course, uh, the <laughs> three of pentacles. I mean, I've talked a lot already, but three is such a, oh, beautiful number. It is the union of two. It is the spirit that unites the two. And so there's a three and it's beautiful because it's an unseen, you know, uh, an unseen part of the equation is what unites uh, the two in similar spirit. And again, I can't help but think about Russia and Ukraine and how can we manifest channel a united spirit into the collective during this time when we really could use unity and the power of unity, you know, the, when we, well, that uh, there's a phrase united united we stand divided we fall right and i'm not trying to judge any part of the any movement but i do want to um you know bow to all the people right now that don't feel uh who aren't at home whose homes have been ripped out of their hands um and of course we should take active steps to find homes and safe spaces for those people and also recognize that we need to become a safe space as individuals. Um, mm. So I'm going to go over 
our spread one more time. So as our guides, we had Persephone, also known as the goddess of resurrection, you know, the liberation, card 20. Uh, we had the hawthorn tree, tree of the fae folk, <laughs> tree to the underground, to the unseen, tree that protects all that which is sacred, tree that reminds us that the body is sacred. For what these two guides were inviting us to pay attention to, we had the Ten of Pentacles. Everything to do with our homes, uh, inner and outer bodies, communication, allowing ourselves to cycle between opened and closed without judgment. For what we are being asked to clear away, we're being asked to clear time in our schedule for connecting with ourselves. And just finding moments of connection where you can, can connect to something larger than you for a second, you know, you can feel a connection to the forest or to the ocean or to the mountain or to the crow, the tree, the hummingbird, to the, to the flowers, the lilies, just feeling a connection with something that is outside of your experience, let's say, um, just feeling that bridge, that sense of a bridge, trying to use peaceful environments if you can if you have access to making a space that's more peaceful and you know maybe if you're a mom and you have four kids it feels like where am I going to find a peaceful space just light a candle like in a little corner make a little spot for you where you get to be peaceful when you go there you know maybe you set a timer for five minutes and you're like okay these are my five minutes where I just get to think about me and what I need and, and what kind of emotional regulation. Remember, like, am I too hot? Am I, or am I, you know, drowning in my, in my waters? And, and where can we find that balance? And so then be able to come back out into our homes, into our environments, our workplace, our relationships with a little bit more sense of balance, being able to see ourselves honestly as well as others and not kind of getting so caught up in the illusion of how things look. I think it's so easy at this time to scapegoat and to blame others for the way we feel. And it's so important right now to be in touch with our feelings and to take responsibility for our feelings and express our feelings instead of necessarily always acting on our feelings. It might be a really wonderful practice. And for what, you know, we can be excited to see growth, where we can be excited to see growth once we continue to clear out time in our schedule is that we'll connect to the practices that really resonate for us, the practices that really like light us up and fill us up and make us whole. I don't want to, you know, get so focused on just lighting us up because it makes, you know, subconsciously makes us think that dark is not the greatest thing, but the wholeness is in both, right? Um, the wholeness is in both seeing both sides of yourself, finding space for both sides of yourself, the light and the dark, being able to find a really big spaciousness to hold that whole life. You know, you're not split down the two between uh, dark and light. You are both, you know, there is no split. So yes, if we make space in our schedules for peace and quiet time with ourselves, we can re 
find those practices that maybe got lost in you know the closet somewhere a while ago and we can remember that we like to dance or remember that we like to journal or remember that we like to go on a walk through the forest or remember that we like to eat chips or you know remember that we like talking to our friends on the phone just remembering those kind of sacred tools that I want to say like were always born inside of us that we always had and recognizing that when we do this as individuals it collectively creates this really beautiful call to to prayer or and and I really do think right now I keep saying call to prayer but and prayer can be for any sorts of things but you know especially for the Ukraine right now I'm sure a lot of us are are praying and uh, if you hold a prayer practice I'm sure you're praying for the Ukraine and for everything that's happening in Russia and um, yeah I, I I I'm going to leave this kind of tie this all up with another card that I pulled out that I didn't mention on purpose <laughs> I pulled out the full moon in Virgo because as I said the full moon in Virgo is just around the corner as I'm recording this and the message on that card is you are good enough and I and I want to say that because during this time I know that a lot of us um, you know especially our, us control freaks and perfectionists out there even doing soul healing work can become like we can become very picky and like mean with ourselves <laughs> so just remember there is no performance here you you're already good enough you know it's not that I'm trying to ask any of you to become more enlightened or to be your like highest best version of yourself which I'm you know some sure some people resonate with but it's more about being honest and um, you know your goodness doesn't have to be a question believe that you are good and be honest with yourself about where you are that being said I am going to drum for us because I got a new drum uh, from a friend a deerskin drum and her name's Annie I got it from Annie <laughs> and it smells so delicious <laughs> I'm sure that sounds weird but I I I love this drum and I've only had it for a week so we're gonna try this drum out for the ending I'm just going to start some drumming for us and maybe I'll do a little bit of chanting. Oh, no. 
So there you had it. There we have it. I've drummed a little, I've talked a lot. Thank you so much for joining me for this Ostara Spring Equinox adventure. I encourage you to be playful and allow yourself space to venture into the mysterious without having to understand it on a logical or rational realm because that just limits our experience. So, you know, play make-believe this week. Just tell yourself a story spontaneously and see where it goes. You know, interact with the symbolism of fairies or the unseen realm. And yeah, just um, be excited for the returning sun. I hope that I will be able to have the honor of your presence once again in perhaps a month from now. As I said, this is it wants to become a monthly podcast for the time being. And uh, we will see how it evolves in the future. But I'm so excited to have done this today. I hope to see you again next month for another tree ceremony. I bid you all adieu.